0: Hello, and welcome to the North Country Sunday Revival Podcast Hour. I'm Max, a.k.a. Alexander Maxwell. And I'm Mags, a.k.a. Magdalene Finwall. So North Country Sunday Revival Podcast Hour is here to hold space for women or any who identify as female or femme to come together and release the trauma of living in a patriarchal framework. And we do this by honoring all sorts of feminine lines of knowledge. We talk about tarot. We talk about intuition, We talk about energy, mm-hmm. and we're here to hold it the fuck up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we are. All right. So we are going to give you a little bit of background um, as to who the hell we are and why we, why we think we have something valuable <laughs> to share with you. So Mags, what do you got?
1: Well, um, uh- I mean, I think it's good to start with just kind of the history of the starting point of everything, which was you hitting me up hey on the social needs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, recognizing that we were both pretty in alignment with yeah. wanting to lift women up mm-hmm. um, and lift ourselves up mm-hmm. in the process. So that came to be about almost about a year ago. And we started a, a women's circle here in our our little town in the upper peninsula of Michigan. Um, and we called it Sunday revival to be, to, to revive the feminine aspect within ourselves because let's be real. It's been Mm -hmm. oppressed. (laughs) A little bit, (laughs) just a little bit. Um, and that circle turned into something pretty, pretty powerful, pretty transformative for us, for everyone involved. Yes. Yes. Um, Yes. It happens monthly and it's, it's our, it's our medicine. Mm-hmm. it's pretty special
0: yeah and I think right from the get-go we had some um some amazing folks who were joining us in circle uh say to us when well, are you gonna start a podcast uh, so <laughs> yeah so, so here we are <laughs> so we were like well let's we're like all right <laughs> okay, let's do it okay we crazy enough to try that <laughs> right. um yeah so it's been yeah it's been about a year of holding space and I think um just to acknowledge um, sort of the the background that both of us have in terms of holding space for women Mm -hmm. um i have a background in massage therapy yoga meditation um and
1: mags i've got a bachelor's degree in psychology and women's studies i'm a reiki master and i read tarot professionally Uh, do energy healing professionally and intuitive coaching.
0: Yeah. I guess I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Sociology major here, uh, minor in native American studies. Um, So I look big macro looking at the systems that influence us and Meg's got, Meg's (laughs) got the four one one on the micro, you know, so we come together and we have some bomb ass perspective to share with you and we hope it helps you. Yeah. So we're coming to you um, and wanting to chat about the upcoming full moon in Pisces. Um, we have had. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just waiting. Like, yes, yeah, yes, just I know. big old <laughs> eyes looking at me like, uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Um, just to just to acknowledge um, the. Oh, what's the, the word? Epic word? summer. The epic of- fucking summer of 2019 <laughs> where you just feel like you're just like holding onto a, a chair in the middle of a cyclone and you're like I'm fine. It's great. This is super. Um and so here we are we've been settling into a lot of planets in Virgo, um, and sort of getting this sort of grounding energy of like, all right, babies. Yeah, you were in a cyclone, but let's get some work done. And this Pisces full moon is coming around at just the right time to offer us a little bit of a break, um, in, and balance in that, that energy. So what we have around this Pisces full moon is seven planets. Most of them, five of them in Virgo, um, seven planets in mutable signs. Um, and what that means is just the energy of
1: adaptability.
0: Be, be willing to, uh, be wrong, to be corrected, uh, to learn more about yourself and then to, you know, integrate that and keep moving. Um, we have a lot of. Uh, We have a lot of Neptune retrograde vibes. um, And also because um, Virgo, or where am I here? Um, The moon, sorry. Moon is in a tight conjunction with Neptune at this full moon. And um, one of the, the folks that we listen to a lot to sort of get perspective and sort of details on the nitty gritty of astrology, because neither of us are astrologers. I just want to put that out there we are students of astrology and we are so stoked to be sharing with you what we know. And also if you have corrections for us, like please send them (laughs) we are in student mode too. We are so ready and willing to learn about all of this, but anyhow, moon in a tight conjunction with Neptune. Um, and in that tight conjunction, the moon sort of goes slips behind the veil. Um, and and Neptune is sort of always this watery veil,
1: mm. um, hazy,
0: think oh, hazy.
1: I think I think I
0: described this to Maggie the other day as like I feel like we live in a fucking bowl of clam chowder. Like I am <laughs> just I can't <laughs> handle it. And for me as Sagittarius, Neptune energy is like really hard. Ugh, it's hard. Anyhow, um, but Neptune is coming back and the moon is coming back from behind the veil to sort of remind us to take a break, to surrender, to remember your spiritual, your spirituality is as important and relevant as your humanity. Okay. So we have seven planets in mutable signs. Um, we have five of the personal, the personal planets are all in Virgo. Um, except obviously the moon and Pisces and then Jupiter is in mutable Sag. So, uh, Sagittarius for those of you who don't (laughs) abrief everything. (laughs) Just throw that out there. Um, so yes, again, just, you know, go with the flow, be willing to be course corrected, um, and set your fucking ego down, please. For the love of God, everybody just set your fucking (laughs) egos down. Do me a fave, please. And thanks. Um, (laughs) Um, and Virgo, this balance between Virgo and Pisces, I think we can, we can extrapolate a little bit more on that, mm-hmm. those sort of archetypal energies. Megs, what do you got on that?
1: Well, we think of Virgo and we think of like, you know, getting shit done. It's mm. the do, it's the do mode. It's, um, cleaning house mm. literally and, <laughs> and mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, we think of, I. we're going to reference some tarot here. Mm-hmm. We think of empress energy. We can connect this back to mm. being the nurturing mother. Yes. Um, this very grounded, earthy energy that can be seated in their power, understanding their boundaries, understanding what needs to get done in order to move forward. Right. And then we've got this balance with Pisces moon. So, This is very connected to the divine, the the spirit aspect of ourselves. Um, So we're taking that break from the doing. We're going into a place more solitude. We're going to reference the high priestess here. So that energy of being really rooted in our intuition, not straying from that um, and allowing that to be our central guide. Uh, Pisces energy has that inner barometer yes. that that just knows. Yes. And it's really really powerful and it's really really beautiful. And then Virgo can kind of take that knowing, extract that knowing and put it to fucking work. Love 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 it. <laughs>
0: love it. Right. Yes. 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 We
1: need that balance in order to integrate everything that we have learned. And move forward with the autumn equinox, going into Libra season, mm-hmm. being able to truly integrate and truly move forward.
0: Love it. Love it.
1: Soft applause.
0: Soft applause. Out. Yes. yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that reconfiguration time, that little point of let's let's bring in some Freaking balance for the love of God.
0: Yes. The balance between your humanity, your spirituality, um, and the relationship that those parts of yourself have um, and sort of reworking the way that, that those two aspects of self interact within you and how those interactions inspire you to move through the world and inspire you to hold space for the people around you. Um, just knowing that we all have that process of balancing
1: Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always look pretty and it no. most likely doesn't always feel very good. No, nope. we, nope. we didn't have that guarantee when we got busted into the world. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, you know, for our, our monthly circles, we hold, we hold time for people to talk about the way these energies might be influencing their lives. And one of the things that we really felt called to, um, offers just like points for you to take away from this little podcast, um, and think about over the course of the next lunar cycle before we join you again, um, is to look at your relationship, your, the way you balance enmeshment and your inter and not acknowledge your interdependence. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course enmeshment is this, this, concept of really losing yourself in your relationships and allowing your sense of worth to be defined by an outward
1: and external, re- an
0: external force. Yeah. And then interdependence, of course, is sort of the healthier way to acknowledge that, you know, yes, I am made better by my relationships and my um, my relationship to the world around me, my relationships to work, my relationships to friends and family, etc. But my sense of worth comes from within. It's that inside job. Um, And so for the next month, really give yourself time and space to look at the way you perhaps um, cross into enmeshment and and stray from knowing the strength of your interdependence. Um, And so maybe take a look at the ways that you're people pleasing Mm -hmm. Um, and Maybe look at the way that you diminish your needs. Um, And also just like make room for everything that you feel around what you find. Um, Like there's that Virgo energy, which sometimes can be like Uh guilt-inducing. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Our resident Virgo, whose birthday is today, by the way. (laughs) Cheers, everybody. Happy birthday, Maggie. Um, So she knows a little bit about the uh the workings
1: of being a Virgo. It's a it's a really harsh world up in my head. Yeah, yeah, really harsh. Yeah,
0: so um yeah, just just make space to oh my gosh, just be a fucking human, right? <laughs> just yes. like remember that babies we are all fucking trying. We're all doing our best and you know like show up, do your best, and if some days you can't do your best, just do right and if some days you can't do just be because that's awesome like
1: fuck, yes. we need all of you we need all of you so just and that's that perfect the virgo is the do the pisces is the be yes that's that balance yes so when you can do do it and you can't just be and relish in being yes. that is empress energy yes. at its finest amen Amen. Yes.
0: So that's the juicy astrology bits for you, my darlings. Um, and next, next, um, <laughs> we'll probably delete that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave let's that. leave that. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, I actually, <clears throat> I actually can sing. You assholes. Anyway. Um,
1: <laughs> um, Mags is gonna do an oracle poll. Yes. Okay. So. I'm working with two decks, uh, the Threads of Fate and Starchild Tarot. Love them both, and they complement each other so well. Uh, the tarot card that I pulled for this lunar cycle and energy that we can kind of tap into and use as a guide would be the Page of Crystals. Um, you might also know it as the Page of Coins or Pentacles or Daughter of Pentacles. It's the Earth Energy um, of the Minor Arcana. Page of Crystals is essentially coming in with student energy, with energy of we're getting ready to move forward. We've got our bearings. I kind of get this image of like when a calf is just born and but they immediately start running. And I mean, I shouldn't say running. They immediately get up. Okay, so we're not fully integrated. We might still have a slightly rocky foundation. We're still finding our legs, but we are grounded on the earth at this point. We have been born. (laughs) We are here. We are doing our damn best. Our legs look funky, but it's cool. But we're moving forward, damn it. It's fine. We're getting there. Getting there. (laughs) Um, And really allowing ourselves. We're still in a humble space where if lessons are available to us, we're, we're ready to receive them. So rest into that energy. If it's been tough, which fuck, it's always tough, right? On some level. (laughs) Um, what lessons are there? What can we take away from that? And how can we use it to propel us forward versus holding us, you know, holding us still or keeping us back? We want to slowly move forward because it's earth energy. It's a slow move. It's a steady move. It's not lightning, fire, where we're charging forth. Um, we're just we're starting to walk, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, this is paired with Sacred Sexuality card from the Threads of Fate, which I thought was kind of an interesting pull. Um, for me, what came through on this was really kind of connecting with our sacral chakra with this moon. Um, uh, with this all this mutable energy with Virgo and Pisces, it is a very sensual... Um, little pairing we've got here. And being able to understand that our sexuality is very much a part of our, our humanness, right? And our human experience and, and in our body. But our sexuality is actually our connection to our own divinity. It's, it's not about the Tinder date. <laughs> it's not about necessarily your sexual experiences or even your physical, sexual expressions, as much as it's about this internal fire, this internal passion and creative force yes, that drives you yes, um, and is truly, truly sacred. So reestablishing, mm. taking a look at that relationship with yourself and with your body and with your divinity and reestablishing it as something that can be used as your power source. Fuck. Um, yeah. Fuck, I love that so much. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yes. So that's that's mm. a little tidbit on um, tarot and oracle.
0: So uh, for our next little segment here, we have our question from the community. Um, and we got a question from a, a darling, wonderful, yeah. powerful, bad, bad witch bitch. <laughs> yes. All on her own.
1: Um, and she asks, she said, my first question of many for you is, do you think you've always been spiritual and witchy or was it a transition in your life? If it was a transition, how was that for you? I'd love to hear both of your stories. Also, I'm so fucking happy you are doing this. (laughs) Love you, girl. Thank you. We love you. you. (laughs) So, Mags, kick it off. Um, Mm. so... I love this question so much, and I think it's awesome for this introductory podcast that we're doing. I think that um, for me to start off, I believe everyone is spiritual, whether or not you want to claim that you are spiritual. I believe that we are spirits in this human meaty suit bag thing. <laughs> that's you know, that's what we reside in, and mm-hmm. it, it you know, that's where our spirit is, but it will be our spirit will go on long after this physical part of us is done. Um, so I think I've always been spiritual in that sense, but the awakening portion of it, you know, when I was a little girl, I 1000% believed that I was a witch. Um, I I have ghosty stories that we can tell another time mm-hmm. that started when I was actually an infant and that my parents have told me about, but regardless, um, when I was, young, you know, in middle school and elementary school, I liked to have seances at recess, you know, I I didn't necessarily, you know, I was just a little bit more in tune with wanting to connect to something bigger than me. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so I can say that, but I also started to get a little outcasty. I was a little bit weird in that way. Um, so I put the the witch boots and the broom away mm, for cool. for high school and most of my twenties because it was too strange for everybody. So that part of me started to kind of dim, and I lost my way a lot. My twenties were super tumultuous. Um, when you disconnect from your power, or or you disconnect from your core values and your beliefs. Life can get really fucking turbulent mm-hmm. um, and you can lose your way. And I lost my way many, 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 many times. Mm-hmm. And I found over time that the more I disconnected from my intuition, the more I disconnected from that high priest as part of myself, yes. uh, the rougher life got. And that, that was a lesson I just wanted to keep learning, though. <laughs> I just oh, so wanted many to times. keep learning that. So, so, so I really, my major transition probably started about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so about 28. Okay. And I just, I started meditating and connecting with the earth more. I brought out my witch books that I'd had for years. I started casting spells. I started believing again. And I started to not feel afraid of letting that Part of me show, and I will say that it has taken me very long time to get comfortable with that aspect. But now I'm just like, <laughs> she's here and she's not going anywhere. She will go nowhere other than out there and happy and and proud about it. Yeah. Because I really think at the end of the day, yes, I one thousand percent practice witchcraft. Uh, I can safely tell you that. But it has taken me a long time to even be able to say that. Mm-hmm. However. My spiritual core, you know, with or without being able to, you know, dive into grimoires and things like that. Or my love of Harry Potter. Oh, no, Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> it, to, to me, at the end of the day, it's, yes, it's been a transition because it's this re-getting to know myself mm-hmm. every single day. Um, but it's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So that's, that's that.
0: Yeah. Well. Um, Yeah. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think from, yeah, from a very young age, I, I have a distinct memory of being able to fly, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) which, you know, as we all do wink, wink, right? Like totally everybody has that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I knew I was different AKA, um, I think is sort of the way I look back at that now. Like, um, and And same, same as mags, like, you know, you kind of hide that away when you're going through this stage of being a teenager and just wanting to fit in and be normal and anything that makes you different, you sort of tuck away. Um, And not that I, I, I think I probably would have been supported if I had been very out, you know, with that. But I think I was, I was, I was squashing that light for myself, I, I I didn't need anybody <laughs> besides the outside world telling me that there wasn't a place for it. I was telling myself that, so I sort of internalized that that oppression. Um, but I don't claim the word witch in the way that Mags does. Um, I sort of look at at the 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 label of witch as being a a woman in rebellion, um, and a woman who knows her own strength and uses it to stand up to, um, injustice and, or, um, any kind of, any kind of wrongdoing in the world. And in that way, like, I feel absolutely very connected to the label of witch. Um, my idea of being a witch is, is a little bit different. And I know that I sort of source my my feelings of power from the work that I do on human bodies and with human bodies and for human bodies. Um, and I absolutely have intuition around what's going on within people. Um, and I, I always, I strive to hold safe space for people to trans transition pain, um, in their physical body into progress in their, in their, spiritual body and their energetic body. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, personally, it's always a transition. It's always, um, that spiritual way of living is always evolving within me. Um, and I can't wait to see what the fuck it turns into next. Um, because you know, I think Mags and I have, have chatted a little bit about the stages, of femininity that you sort of go through and there's maiden, there's mother, there's crone. We both really just feel ourselves stepping into with maybe newly forming legs like that little <laughs> baby cat. Stepping into that that mother age. And that doesn't mean uh, having children necessarily. Right. It means caring for and nurturing the self in the way that you, you you're learning to mother yourself you're learning to show up with that fierce protective energy for your own work. And that's beautiful. Um, And I think that, you know, yeah. And in doing so you're able to mother the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we answered your question. (laughs) um and we are so freaking stoked to be doing this and offering these little little bits and thoughts and we hope that you you take something from them and we cannot wait to talk to you next month and as always we love the shit out of you we love you thanks (laughs) for listening (laughs) bye Hey, everybody, we just wanted to give a little post-podcast plug for our upcoming event on October 26th that's called Fuck Comfort. (laughs) What
1: is Fuck Comfort, you may ask? Mags? Fuck Comfort, a dive into shadow. So essentially, it is an all-day retreat for women or anyone who identifies as female or femme. We are going to be diving into our shadow aspects and asking some tough questions and reaching into our soul to find the answers and extract some wisdoms. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good day. <laughs> little light, light afternoon activities, <laughs> um, but we will
0: have meditation. We will have yoga. We will have delicious, clean food, um, and of course, it's all happening in the beautiful little harbor town of Marquette, Michigan. So sign up at Northwoodsflora.com and get any other information by shooting Mags and I a message um, through our
1: Instagram, North Country Sunday Revival. We love you. Love you.